while you've been out, while you've been at work, while you've been taking care of stuff, we've compiled a composite of the latest and biggest stories of the day to help you get caught up. This is A3O News On The Go. I'm Mark Fry and here's what's making news for Tuesday, February 6, 2024. Metro Transit's detailing last year's crime statistics in the Twin Cities. This warm weather is bringing back some unwanted guests and you may have noticed some extra scenery on your commute as of late. But we begin in far northeastern Minnesota, where an early morning fire destroyed the historic Lutzen Resort Lodge building. Tim Miller lives on Lake Superior's North Shore and was going home from his job at Lutzen Mountain Ski Resort when he saw the fire from Highway 61. You can definitely tell the flames shooting above the trees there at the, the old lodge. So, swung down, parked by the townhomes, and just walked through the woods. And I uh, watched her watched her burn with some uh, employees. Miller says he's been coming to the area to ski since he was a little boy. And a couple of months ago, he took his children to the lodge for the first time. That big, beautiful building, been there for, you know, 100, 100 plus years now. And uh, just just to see it go like that was, it was sad, man. Others in the area are recalling all the times they stayed at the lodge, and owners are saying that they will rebuild using the original plans of the lodge as a guide. Al Schock, News Talk 830, WCCO. Meanwhile, Edward Venegas, the operator of the historic lodge, telling Vanita Sakar on the WCCO Morning News that everyone is numb, that one of the most popular tourist spots in Minnesota is gone. The memories when people walk into that lobby and tell me stories of their grandparents' Uh, would bring them them as little children and then now bringing their own grandchildren to the lobby just to take a look and to see the carvings and the beams that are uh, that were part of the lodge. Pictures and video from the fire can be found on our website wccoradio.com. In other news, two young Amish children are fighting for their lives at Children's Hospital in the Twin Cities after the buggy they were riding in was hit by a car. It happened last Thursday near Hinkley. Pine County Sheriff Jeff Nelson says a 17-year-old called 911 to report he'd hit the horse and buggy. An Amish couple and their four children were all on board with a two-year-old and a four-year-old sustaining life-threatening injuries. He says they are seeing an increase in traffic of all kinds of vehicles on the roads and people have to pay attention. A lot of stuff can be avoided by driving slow and uh, being cautious on, on how you approach intersections. Last September, two Amish children were killed in Fillmore County. They were riding to school with two other siblings and a woman hit the buggy. She is facing charges. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. An early morning shooting on Tuesday left one person dead in North Minneapolis. Police were called around 1 a.m. to the Handy Stop convenience store on the 2600 block of West Broadway Avenue. A 23-year-old man was found suffering from a life-threatening gunshot wound behind the gas station. He died at the scene. Investigators believe a verbal altercation escalated into violence. So far, no arrests. Metro Transit leaders say an increased presence on trains and buses appears to be paying off. And though serious crime was up about 25% in 2023, overall numbers are moving in the right direction. General Manager Leslie Canderas says they may be doing the work, but public perception is key. Our focus is making sure we are 
visible and our actions are visible. We know we're doing a lot of work to improve public safety and the perception of safety, but we also have to show that work. She says having more of a human presence of non-sworn officers and community-based safety agents on trains is having an impact curbing crime and connecting people with the help they need. The Metro Transit Police Department is also working to increase staffing with more interviews this week. Police Chief Ernest Morales III saying unfortunately the officers they do have can't be everywhere and were not present during this weekend's shooting on the Green Line in St. Paul. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. Most Minnesotans may be enjoying this record warm weather this winter, but it is bringing back one unwelcomed pest, ticks. It's early February, yet ticks have already been reported around the state. Alex Carlson with the Metropolitan Mosquito Control District reveals the culprit. We had a pretty mild winter, and so fewer ticks may have died off during the winter. This could be cause for concern. Deer ticks do tend to emerge on warm winter days. Anytime the temperature is above freezing, they can come back out. So we're going to expect to see them quite widespread this week. And if you do find a tick on your body? The Department of Health recommends using a tweezer and grabbing it as close to the head of the tick as possible. Uh, and then pulling it out from the head and then uh, putting it in rubbing alcohol or flushing it down the toilet. So if you're going to be in a wooded area or one with tall grass, dress accordingly. Ari Bergeron, News Talk 830 WCCO. A Twin City suburb wants to open the state's first city-owned cannabis dispensary. Unlike some states, Minnesota's cannabis law specifically allows municipalities to open their own marijuana retail shops. Osseo City Administrator Riley Graham says he hopes it can be a way to boost revenue for the city. In a time where the cost of providing high-quality city services to our residents and businesses continues to go up and up each and every year, we've been looking at potential other creative revenue streams to help offset at our budget increases, and legal municipal cannabis sales certainly fits that profile. While some local governments took the time to press pause on cannabis businesses by passing temporary bans, Graham says he hopes they can set an example and be among the first to open in the Twin Cities next year. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. Good news for St. Cloud educators who have reportedly reached a tentative contract agreement with the St. Cloud Area District, which includes wage increases and more contributions to health insurance. Educators with the St. Cloud Education Association announced the two-year deal Tuesday morning. They'd been working without a contract since the end of June of votes expected February 20th and 21st. Meanwhile, Minnesota nurses are making their demands known just days ahead of the 2024 Minnesota legislative session. While union nurses made strides last year in the legislative session, a bill that would have allowed them to be part of staffing discussions with hospital executives failed in the 11th hour. Now they are back at it, but this year will not try to reintroduce the bill. Instead, we'll focus more on protecting nurses' safety. The Nurse Practice Act demands that we not accept a patient assignment we feel in our professional judgment we cannot safely cover. Minnesota Nurses Association Government Affairs Chair John Welsh. We are seeking mandated crisis response teams for every hospital. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally, the lack of snow is bringing an unpleasant sight to Minnesota's roadways. Roadside trash is once again rearing its ugly head. We know it's not appealing to see out there. We know it can be challenging and you might see some more out there, but we will get to it. That's MnDOT spokesperson Ann Meyer. Typically, the snow would be covering the unpleasant side of litter, but that's just not the case this year. One of those jobs that is a lower priority. Just because anything that needs or impacts safety out there, we want to 
focus our efforts in those areas first. So litter does fall on our list of to-do things. The Adopt-A-Highway program continues to be popular for groups statewide. In 2022, volunteers picked up nearly 39,000 bags of trash. More than 1,800 groups volunteer through the Adopt-A-Highway program, typically in the spring and fall. Well, thank you for tuning in. You can find each day's On The Go and all of our other podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.